welcome to Hello Self. Journeys towards authenticity. I'm Bethany. And I'm Crystal. Let's begin today's journey. Welcome, Welcome everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hello Self, Journeys of Authenticity. I'm Crystal. And I'm Bethany. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, I am here in Manitowoc, getting ready for this soul yoga retreat that I'm hosting with this lovely fireplace in the background, keeping me all cozy. Cozy and warm. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Along with my highly oversized cardigan. Mm, So good. (laughs) Yeah. We were saying both of us are just like in super comfy clothes. It's just that kind of day. Just need that like comfy, cozy clothing. You know, truth be told, guys, I almost didn't even wear a bra to this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's also almost eight o'clock at night. Yeah, it's almost eight o'clock too. It's like, it's just, no. (laughs) It's bras off a clock, right? Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, let's just dive right in. Let's do it. Bethany, what are you vibing on tonight? Yeah, I am vibing on a new cookbook that I recently bought. I purchased it right before I left for my trip to Texas. And so I got back this week and I'm super, I was flipping through it. I hadn't even had a real chance to look through it yet. Um, But it is called Vegan Buddha Bowls. Ooh, yummo. Showing it here to the people who are able to see the video. Um, It's very pretty and enticing and makes you want to eat the cover. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I bought it. Um, (laughs) All marketing. But the real reason I did buy it is because the beginning of this year, I just had this strong innate desire to start eating more vegan. I know myself, I will never be able to go fully vegan. Let's be honest. I'm a Wisconsinite, but you know, it's just like, it's not really possible. And I do like seafood. Um, Mm. So but I want to start incorporating more vegan meals into my diet. And I live alone. I'm not really a cook. It's hard to cook for one person. And I just, I'm like, these Buddha bowls are the perfect thing. So that is my goal and intentions of, uh, yeah, to start taking care of myself and with my nutrition. And so I'm really excited. There are so many good recipes in here. I can't wait to try. Oh my God. I, you're making me hungry, Bethany. I have minister soup waiting for me cooked oh. by my chef friend who oh made all the food for the retreat. Um, I'll link his stuff in there for y'all that want to check that out in the Chicago area. Um, but I'm also going to need the link to that book because yes. I want that food. Yes, <laughs> definitely. We will definitely link the book. <laughs> awesome. And then if you try a recipe, just like shoot me a message and let me know. Yeah. I want Yes, this week has been so hectic. I literally just oh, feel yeah. like I've been running around. Cooking is I mean, off the table this week. <laughs> I went. I finally went grocery shopping. Though. I didn't even have food in my house, so I finally went <laughs> grocery shopping yesterday, and I got the I got all the ingredients for one of the recipes. So that's my. I was going to try and make it today. That did not happen. But tomorrow, I have. No. Yes, tomorrow is a very flexible day. So. I will let you know yes. how it is. Bootable number one on the rise. I know, literally. I'm like, <laughs> I should just go through literally like, yeah, making every yes. single one. Mm, yes, 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 yes. When am I coming over for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you vibing on? 
So I had a little trouble tonight because my things are just kind of everywhere, but I remembered that I brought this bad boy. This is a creative thinking journal. That is gorgeous. And it is from Pilgrim Soul. And truth be told, if you pay attention to the advertising on Instagram or anywhere, they might suggest that you use this in an enhanced state. However, I believe that you can fully enjoy this in a normal everyday setting. <laughs> so one of the examples I most recently filled out was called special occasion bands. And I've got to read one of these to you because I mean, I thought I was pretty clever. Y'all can tell me no, but I think I was. So the prompt is the grand premiere of the newest revolutionary nonstick frying pan. So there's a song Gosh. that's supposed to be yes. a theme song. <laughs> I picked Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. I know. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Chalk it up on the clever board. There you go. <laughs> no but for real this journal is awesome it's got lots of I've colored some things in here oh. um it's just really nice to kind of take your mind off things to dive deep into that creative space in your heart and your mind and yeah super highly recommend we'll definitely link this in the old notes yeah. I love the look of it too I am a very neutral palette person and so it's this beautiful black and white yes kind of, um abstract it simultaneously reminds me of wood and yes. also the these birch. journals that you would have like in middle school or high school the really thin ones yes. and then you would just like take two days of notes in there and then the rest would be scribbles yeah yep. or like the composition mean. notebooks is out the <laughs> yeah. yes that's exactly that right. yeah <laughs> so that is what I'm vibing on this evening very nice love it so I just realized we didn't even tell our listeners what this episode is about today I was just gonna <laughs> ask you would you like to share <laughs> oh I would love to so today we are talking about setting strong intentions and aligning those intentions with the true self the big old capital s yes yeah. But the big old capital S. <laughs> Basically the same self that all of our episodes are about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. like, it's, it's like the only here. self we pay attention to <laughs> because the little stuff, <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> Other than when we're talking about the difference, which we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's why we have our outline and we, I'm going to need it tonight. I'm telling you, my brain is everywhere tonight. Yes. <laughs> You know what? It might just be one of those episodes and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yes. And you know, to the listeners, I would say sorry, but I'm not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so to kick this off, I'd like to start by talking about the difference between resolutions and intentions. Yes. Now we are more than halfway through February when this episode comes out. Well, I don't know if we'll be at the end or in March. It doesn't matter. We'll be in March. Yeah. We are way past January. And the resolution train has left the station. 
Some of you might be feeling super frustrated with yourselves, with the whole idea of resolutions. And you know what? You have every right to be. Resolutions suck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> I can't sugarcoat it for you. I can't put sprinkles on it. I can't add a little spice to make it better. No, resolutions suck. Mm -hmm. And here's why. They are exactly that, resolute. There is no room to wiggle. There's no room to evolve. There's no room to discover that maybe this intention that you had for yourself is not what you need. And then instead of feeling like self-discovery, it feels like a failure. And not that failure is innately negative, but when you've said, I'm going to do X, X isn't working out, and that was something that you were really striving for, that can be a whole downward spiral into never revisiting that big change again. And that's exactly what we don't want. Yeah. Whereas intentions, ah, oh, it's this whole beautiful big world, the space where you can move and groove and really find what speaks to you. And one of the examples that I like to give of this if, is if I say, I'm going to practice yoga five times a week. That sounds super ambitious. Now, I may only get to my mat once a week, maybe twice that one time when I was feeling like extra energetic. <laughs> but if I just go with that one time a week, I'm still fulfilling that intention because the intention built into that is just getting my yoga practice in. Who cares if it's five times, one time, whatever. I have now created a space for a permanent habit. And this, not to skip too far ahead, circles all into lifestyle change and evolution of yourself and really digging deep to find out what works for you. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. I, it's so many of the things that you just said is what I was thinking of too, with this resolutions versus intentions. And for me, it's like the intention is almost like it's the deeper why it's the like very, you tap into your heart and your soul. And it's the why between behind what, what it is that you're trying to do. And yeah. resolutions, it's like, yeah, I am so not a New Year's resolution person. I don't even remember the last time I've set a New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. I'm huge. Quotes, yes. New Big Year's old. resolution <laughs> in quotes. I am huge on six month goals and action steps. I mean, I'm a counselor, right? Are we set smart goals? Um, Love smart are very goals. attainable and measurable and all of those things. Um, which I think in some, you know, resolutions can, it's more of that hard and fast. I'm either doing this, I'm fulfilling this, or I'm not fulfilling this. As were the intentions, it's something that comes from deep within. It's more being more in tune to your body, allowing yourself to, to look within and discover what it is that day. So your yoga example is, I love that, of just getting on the mat. And sometimes that might be, I'm doing a 50, 60 minute flow. And sometimes that's, I'm just going to sit here in child's pose for five minutes or, you know, the whole time or whatever it is. And that's still fulfilling your attention. 
of getting onto your mat. That's exactly right. And I think with any lifestyle changes, you know, which I think is the space where resolutions tries to come from. And in that way, I can understand the gravitation towards it. But ultimately, and especially when we're talking about the SMART goals, we have to break that down. We have to take the tiny pieces of that so that we don't see Mount Everest and say, okay, I got to climb this and I'm all the way at the bottom of the summit Mm -hmm. and I'm looking up going, "Mm, I don't think so. (laughs) Instead, we can break it into those little tiny chunks that are A, way more palatable Mm -hmm. and B, you get little sets of accomplishments all along the way. It's like your own little um, checkered flag, like, woo, you did the thing. And now let's go to the next part. And then the next part. And pretty soon you're surpassing the intention that you set originally. And it has blossomed into maybe 10 other intentions that you didn't even know you were looking for. Yeah. Ah, Can you tell I'm excited? (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you're very excited. (laughs) But that's exactly it, right? It's like, I view the intention as that mindset piece. It's that internal work. And actually, so I'm a person who I love to look up the actual definition of things because so, so oftentimes we talk about these words, just common, common words that we throw around. And it's like, okay, what does that actually mean? Uh, and, after heart. Yes, <laughs> love it. I'm a little bit of a geek, but that's, you know, love it. So what I found really interesting about both the word intention and resolution is both of them can be related to medical terms and resolution, which this one, it's, you know, when you think about it, it makes sense. It's like the disappearance of a symptom or a condition. It's like that is resolving. It's resolution, resolution. An intention is the healing process of a wound. And I just love that. I love intention as more of the process. It's the journey from point A to point B as where resolution is just straight about the ending, straight about getting there. But just like everything we talk about on this, on this podcast, it's about the journey. It's about, it's about actually the whole process versus just the end destination. First of all, I need to thank you for sharing that because that was just amazing. And second (laughs) of all, thank you for being you and being the perfect compliment to this duo. Like I love how in depth you get and just taking us deeper and deeper into this journey and making me want more. Thank you for that. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) So I'm wondering now, We should probably talk about that big self versus the little self a little bit here. Mm -hmm. We've been kind of teasing this throughout some of these episodes. And Bethany, I totally want you to jump in when you need to. Mm -hmm. But I do want to start with the little self. And I want to break this down to be as easy as possible. In my definition of small self, we are talking about the self that is influenced by ego external stimuli, labels in society like your job or your parental status or um, goodness, honestly, any other labels that you can think of that sometimes you even tie to yourself subconsciously. That's a whole other podcast. 
And this small self is constantly being distracted by these labels, by these stimuli, by other people, and pulling you in a direction that isn't truly authentic. It doesn't mean that these parts of your life aren't important in some way, but these are the parts that we have to keep the boundaries, right? Good or bad. And really make sure that we're not letting these things completely change the person we are at our core. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, this is the third time at least today that this has come up for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's very it. common and I love that this is the direction that you're taking it in because I've had multiple clients today bring up this exact same thing, talking about roles that we put on, either that we're putting on ourselves, that we've learned to put on as children. Um, whether that be the protector, the mediator, the scapegoat of the family, all of these different roles that within our family of origin dynamics that we fulfill because everyone plays a role. Um, But then also of how we carry those throughout our lifetime. And even within our friend dynamics, this is something else that was coming up today of the roles that our friends may attribute to us. Sometimes we kind of create or draw people into our lives or bring people into our lives because we're trying to fill a certain role that we didn't get as a child. So maybe you didn't feel loved by your parents and you're trying to seek that love from a partner. Or maybe you felt rejected by your peers growing up and you are seeking approval from your colleagues or from your boss. And so we try and fill all of these roles. So whether it is that you're attributing that to other people we all have these roles that we're playing in other people's lives as well, that it's so easy to get caught up in that and forget the core of who we are and our authentic selves, the big ass self. Yeah, I um, particularly noticed this in my world with parents. Mm-hmm. At some point in their parental journey, they completely lose the big self. Yes, they immerse themselves into the world of their child or children. And that's, again, not inherently bad. Mm -hmm. But just like any relationship, you have to be true to yourself, the big self, in order to be the best version of the parent that you're trying to be for your Mm -hmm. child or children. Yeah. And that means passing on those things that truly make you, you for better or worse so that they can learn so that they can maybe like some of that cool stuff that your higher self likes (laughs) all of the things. And so I love that both of our worlds give us a little taste of how so many different people kind of lose track of that big self. I'm not happy that that's happening, but I am happy that we have lots of examples to give to our listeners (laughs) and then make a full on transition into talking about that big self. Yeah. And I'm already talking way too much. So Bethany, I would love to hear (laughs) your take on the big self. Yeah. And before we move into that, I just wanted to also add that I feel like I've seen a shift and I'm not that old. So maybe I'm just 
recognizing it in cultural things. But I think there's been a shift that's happened generationally, right? So it's, I mean, thinking about my grandparents who they're in their nineties, the grandparents that are still living are in their nineties of just thinking about the culture back when they were young and were having their children and, you know, my parents and aunts and uncles and, you know, coming out of the great depression and world war II and all of that. And it's just, they didn't necessarily have the, the time and the space and the capacity to maybe really dive into this. And I've seen a more of a priority in really embracing that authentic self and, you know, within our generation. And yeah, that makes my heart so happy. Mm -hmm. I also see that shift that you're talking about. And I see the drive coming from the millennials and Gen Zers. And it's just, again, making my heart so happy. They're like, F this whole shove it down business. (laughs) Let's get down to brass tacks. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So it is interesting when I work with people who are kind of in that, you know, maybe they're in their seventies. I've worked with a few people like kind of in that age range. And it's really interesting because some of them have also like fully embraced this and they're definitely are everything I say, I'd never want it to be like, yes, this is hundred percent across the board because I know that there are always exceptions. Um, and so there's been people who have been like that their entire lives, but it's been really fun to see people too, who have kind of recognized this and are coming to this at that point in their lives, um, as they're a little bit older. And then the people who I've also worked with people, it's like, that's still a foreign concept to them of just, you know, it's like, well, this is just, I have always given everything to my family and that's just who I am. I'm like, okay. Like the, uh, meet you, meeting you where you are at. <laughs> yep. That. Yep. that. Yes. I'm meeting you where you're at right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so the big self. Yes. We're ready to move into big S self. <laughs> big S. Big S. The letter S. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, it sounds kind of funny. <laughs> but so big self is to, in my, to me, it is the, your core your authentic self. I always talk with clients about part work. And I think I've maybe mentioned this before. I think we need to do, I know I've mentioned it before because we did a whole meditation or hypnosis on it. Um, but we need to do a whole episode on part work Mm, (laughs) for season two, for sure. Um, (laughs) but we have, we're all born with this authentic core. You could call it our soul, your spirit. It is who you were born and came into this world to be. And then we have all of those, what we just talked about, all of these experiences, all of these roles that we've taken on that create still who we are. It's, it is all a part of who we are, but oftentimes those things mask that core, that like who we are, we're literally come into this world to be and to shine as, and, you know, grace everyone with your presence as that person. So that is the part, that is the self <laughs> yeah. that we are talking about of, and it is hard. It is hard sometimes to get to, and I, it's also a process. It is a lifelong journey of continuing to uncover, continuing to discover, continuing to deal with the small S self 
and it's not inherently bad. All of those things, like you just said, Crystal, like we need mothers, we need fathers, we need brothers, you know, all of those roles that we take on are important, but we also need that balance of shine, letting that who you are, who you are meant to be shine through your authentic, beautiful soul. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet and beautiful. I think the only thing I'd like to add to that is that the big self is you in the, not to get too magical on you, but the metaphysical part. Mm -hmm. So the part that exists outside of all of this stuff it's the part of you that when you do something and you feel that little joyous thing happen in you, you almost feel a little giddy or like you feel like everything is right with the world. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's, that's the big self saying, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's a thing. I want that thing. Yep. As a <laughs> client of mine like said, the butterfly. yeah, as yeah. a client of mine just said today, she feels lighter and free. Ah, yes. Exactly, <laughs> and it's not like I don't want you to mistake this with like um the new love feeling you know like the butterflies and the whole like what am I getting this like a little infatuation yeah infatuation exactly yeah. but the big difference is it lasts and it lasts for as long as that thing or whatever it is brings you joy Yes. It's not like after a couple weeks or a month or however long infatuation can take to melt away. Nope, not like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So it's a space that you keep building and revisiting and discovering and don't let it get away. <laughs> well, it can't, it can't go away. It can get clouded by other, by other things, but it never leaves you. Yeah. Aw, thanks for that reassurance. Yeah. I think everybody needs that. Yeah. <laughs> if, by the way, you ever want to dive deeper into big self versus little self or start that work, mm -hmm. either Bethany or I can definitely yes. help you with that. Yes. Just as a PSA. <laughs> Thank you for that, Crystal. <laughs> Gotta plug ourselves so, every once in a while. I mean, you know, every once in a while. Yeah. Y'all know yeah. what we're doing, but you know, I just gotta remind you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to circle back to the temporary change versus the lifestyle change. Yes. And we kind of hit on this already, but I really want to emphasize this. Resolutions encourage temporary change. So just the, I don't know, just umbrella example, which I'll, we'll have a whole other episode about why I hate this. Um, but the, I'm going to go to the gym resolution and, and do X so that I can gain or lose X, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that means I got to go to the gym again, five times a week and severely limit my food intake or severely increase my food intake and make 3000 other changes that are radical for my mind and body. And I'm going to do it in two months. Mm -hmm. No way. Oh gosh, <laughs> you are so setting horrible. yourself up for destruction. Mm -hmm. Forget failure. Yeah. Just straight 
demolition. Yeah. But if your lifestyle change is going to be geared toward whatever, being healthier, increasing cardio, some gym-like activities, uh, maybe incorporating something new into your diet, whatever that is, these are small increment changes that will turn into long-lasting life changes when your body and mind are ready. Instead of basically immersing yourself in that icy cold water and feeling that, instead, you just dip your toe in one at a time, slowly immerse yourself. The water might still be cold. It's going to be okay. And you take those big, deep breaths in and out to guide yourself through it. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I did this whole big change. It may have taken me two months, two years, whatever, Mm -hmm. but I did it. And I feel better inside and out for it. Mm -hmm. That's how we make long lasting change. Yeah. I want to add to that too, of when we're talking about this lifestyle change and when we're talking about setting and living intentions of doing it within a community, it is hard. And I think that's something that, you know, people who are, there are people out there who are super driven and, you know, I'm sure have followed through on their resolutions. I am not one of them. But, you know, they are out there. I know it. But it's easier when to do any of this when you're within a community. And so if you find a group, you know, again, what Crystal is doing, what I'm doing, like to find someone who's able to help walk you or walk with you on that journey. But finding a group, finding, you know, a support something, whether it even is just with your friends of finding an accountability buddy or someone who can walk that with you. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It is so important. Like you said, honestly, you could have all the drive in the world, Mm -hmm. but when you hit those hurdles or those times when you feel like, Oh God, I just don't know if I can keep doing this. Mm -hmm. It helps sometimes to have that buddy to be like, you got this. I'm right behind you. Do I need to do the thing with you? What can I do to help support you? So yeah, groups, it's always better with a friend. (laughs) And again, your why, like really stripping it down and getting into, and sometimes that requires work of continually asking yourself to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Why am I doing this? Is it for something superficial? Is it because I want to look good? Going back to your, your gym example, exactly. Is it for the small self? Or is it for that, my, my true self, the big yeah. self? Yeah, that's a perfect example for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. So I just want to talk about a couple more things in brief about taking these concepts and applying them to our everyday life, not yeah. just for New Year's or some big goal that you are trying to achieve, But literally, from the time we open our eyes to the time we go to bed every day. Yeah. And the first thing that I want to begin with is improving your mental health. Mm -hmm. Again, this can sound like a huge monumental task. And honestly, it very much can be. Yeah. But 
we break it down. We break yeah. it down. Break it down. So <laughs> we take something like, um, gosh, I was just trying to think of an easy example, but when there's mental health, there I really are no easy is. examples. Yeah, no. Yeah. My go-to is always like anxiety. You can choose whatever you'd like. Yes. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Bethany. Ah, Yes. Okay, so anxiety. And this is something that I can relate to. So sometimes anxiety can get so bad that getting out of bed is monumental. So I actually start this negotiation scheme, if you will, with my mind. And here's how it goes. Okay, if you just get up out of bed, use the restroom, and splash a little water on your face. If you still feel like going back to bed, you can. Okay, let's do this one thing. Then if I still feel like being on my feet, okay, make yourself a cup of tea. If you feel like going to bed after that, go back to bed. And so on and so forth until I've started my day and I've kind of started to plot out my points, what needs to be accomplished today, what is most important, what can totally wait. And that way I've broken down my day into these little bite-sized pieces as well so that I don't re-anxiety myself (laughs) right back into bed. Yes. Yep. (laughs) It's all about what do I need to do in the next five minutes? Oh, yes. Yeah. Somebody write that down for me. (laughs) (laughs) In the next five minutes of getting up or getting in the shower, taking a shower. There are so many times that, I mean, not only with my mental health, with my physical health too. It's like, if I get in the shower and that exhausts me, yeah, I know I'm not really, it's just not a day that I'm going to get a day. Yeah. Hashtag normalized mental health days. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm so proud of my clients when they come and they're like, took a mental health day this week. I'm like, good for you. Tell me all about it. What what it is that you did to prioritize your mental health. And please like shout it from the mountaintops for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say that both Crystal, you and I, I just want to acknowledge this because I'm sure that not everyone listening to this podcast has a job that is flexible like Mm -hmm. ours, right? Like we both own our own businesses. I, yes, I, you know, we have these, your classes and my sessions that we need to show up for, but we do have the privilege of owning our own business and having more control over our days. And I know not everybody has that. So on those days that you're not able to actually take off of work or you're not able, you know, you have to be there of just incorporating small little things still with that mindset of, I am just going to focus on the next five minutes or the next 10 minutes or whatever it is you can handle the next minute, the next 30 seconds and getting through that. And really that you're taking care of yourself throughout the day, the day then too, of breathing, doing some meditations in the bathroom or at your desk or all of those things we've talked about of taking care of yourself and giving yourself what you do need and what you can give yourself, even if you still need to be at work and you you need to be someplace. Or if you have kids and we also, neither one of us have kids. So if you have kids and you have to be there for your kids. Of course. 
Mm-hmm. I think too, um, there are probably some folks out there who have what I like to call extremely high profile jobs, meaning yes. that from the moment they walk in the door to the moment they walk out that door and sometimes well after they walk out that door, they are on. They are being asked for all kinds of things from their boss, from their coworkers, from their clients, what have you. And that next five minutes can be five seconds, quite honestly. You might feel like throwing your headset in the trash. You might feel like driving and never going back. I mean, (laughs) all of these things are completely valid. But really, the power of a deep breath, when you feel that welling up inside of you, I will never be able to express enough how powerful that can be. And it may take several. It may take a whole five minutes of it. I don't know. But it does work. Yeah. Please use it. Please. Oh, please. Yes. (laughs) And again, finding people who can help, whether that be a professional counselor or a yoga instructor or, you know, a friend, just having those people, a support system. I'm a huge, huge believer in a team, like a healing team of people around you and holistic and so really making sure you're finding those people, especially if you have one of those jobs, it's like you don't have that capacity to take care of yourself maybe in the way that you can, that you would like to or that you should be able to when you're at your job, making sure that you have that other time outside of that to really nourish yourself. Yes. To that very definition of big self, mm-hmm. it needs to be nurtured yeah. and truly only you can nurture it. Mm-hmm. You cannot get that nurturing from another human being, from an experience, from a thing. It has to come within. I'm sorry to break it to you, mm-hmm. but it absolutely has to for it to be authentic. Yep. Yeah. So. One thing I kind of wanted to mention, and it's slightly off topic, and it you made me think of it when we were talking about you know, not having that flexibility in jobs, Mm -hmm. um, which I would say a vast majority do not have. Yeah. Um, And what I want to say to that is maybe unpopular opinion, but we should not be working our lives in a way that we work eight, 10, 12 hours a day, Mm -hmm. only to come home exhausted perhaps care for kids and tend to other tasks in your adult life Mm -hmm. and then have to spend your hard-earned money, every bit of it that you can spare to regain a sliver of your sanity to repeat over and over and over again. Yeah. And so this is my call to you. And I know you're going to call me a hippie and like, ooh, yeah, you can say all this because you own your own business, whatever. (laughs) But this is my call to you. Quit that freaking job. No job is worth that. Break those golden handcuffs. Figure out what you have to do. Stop living your life like that. Please, for you, for the people that love you, for your children, for your pets, for yourself. Yeah. Please. Yes. There's my soapbox, guys. Be present (laughs) with yourself. Be present with your family, the people that you love, doing the things that you love, especially if you don't like your job. Dear Lord, well, then why are you even still there? If you love it, I can see where, okay, 
sure. But you still need but to make again, sure you have that balance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And can't stress this enough again. If you're looking for ways to journey towards that, pick up the old phone, swipe out of social media, and contact <laughs> Bethany. <Mack>. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Bethany, is there anything else that you'd like to add to this? No, I think, I mean, we could, I feel like we could just continue on with this point for a very long time, but I think that that's a whole different episode. I think we need to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that as we record these, we just keep adding more stuff. To yeah, stuff. exactly. We're like, oh, that's, wait. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's already like five more seasons coming because we just have that many ideas already. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. If you're out there. And you want to collaborate with us, come on over and talk about some important things, please reach out. If you are a listener and have some things that you want to contribute, please reach out. Yeah. Yeah. We should have some listeners on sometime. That'd be really fun. Oh, that's a whole other technological nightmare. We'll figure it out. might have to be pre-recorded and then someone else flexed it. We'll get it. We'll get it. note to yourself technical logical nightmare is coming (laughs) (laughs) closing mantras closing mantra you want to go for it oh yeah absolutely i've already bored the listeners to death now let's just close on out (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding uh so yes our closing mantra comes from deepak chopra and it says transformation is better than change yes that's yes. the whole episode yeah exactly this was the perfect we probably could have mantra. spared you all yeah exactly <laughs> you didn't need to listen us listen to us for the last however long you just that two seconds so right if you're there. telling your friends about listening to this podcast tell them to fast forward to closing mantra and then they get it <laughs> Unless they just want to hang out with us, which that would be really lovely. Yeah, exactly. These podcasts are all about that, like hanging out, getting yeah. inside our minds, you know? Yeah. So thank you for that. I mean, yeah, you're the one who brought that today, Crystal. And I absolutely love that closing mantra. It's beautiful. Deepak is pretty cool. He is. Yes. I am a definite fan. Well, thank all you right. all today for joining yes. us on this journey. We appreciate you. you. Yes. I'm Crystal. And I'm Bethany. And thanks for joining us on the journey. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to hit that like or subscribe button on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, follow us on Instagram at HelloSelf underscore podcast. And join us on Patreon for fun behind the scenes content and other perks. Join us next time. And until then, don't forget to enjoy the journey.